Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 spring reading guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! Wait, hold on. Is this on even? Oh, right. Hi. If you like the show, can you please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast? Especially if you're listening on Apple, because you know, it seems to really matter over there. Besides, you don't even have to write anything. Leaving five stars will do. If you don't like the show, however, well, you know, that's your choice. But if you do like the show, it's a great way to help spread the word about the podcast and show your support. Believe me, I'm incredibly grateful. Alrighty, now on to the show. Hello, I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things and having fun. In today's episode, I'll be talking all about seasonal living and how to live and be present this summer. So if seasonal living has been something you're curious about or you're just looking for ways to slow down and maybe be more intentional this summer, then this episode is just for you. So stay tuned. Where were you the last weekend of April 2023? Well, I don't know about you, but hundreds of readers and myself had a fantastic three days at the Spring-Summer Epigraph Literary Festival. It was really a great time. Oh my gosh. Authors were sharing about their new books. I was laughing so hard during the happy hours and I learned so many new things at our lifestyle-themed sessions. So, if you miss the festival or you want to relive the highlights, visit epigraphlitfest.com and select replays. That's epigraphlitfest.com and select replays. Your TBR will explode, you'll learn a thing or two, and you'll have lots of laughs, especially at those happy hour sessions. So go to epigraphlitfest.com and select replays. Hi 
readers, welcome again to The Reader's Couch. I'm your host, Victoria Wood, and in today's episode, I'll be talking all about seasonal living and how you can live and be present this summer. So, we'll be talking about seasonal living and why it's important. We'll also talk about the benefits of seasonal living, along with some practical ways that you can practice seasonal living and how to live and be present this summer. So let's just get into it. So summer on the calendar, I mean by the calendar standards, it's not really here yet, but I think most of us have started to feel the summer bug. You know, the weather's getting warmer depending on where you're living, the sun's out more, birds are chirping, and just everyone's ready to kind of soak up the warmth. Okay, so first off, what is seasonal living and why is it important? Now, seasonal living is the practice or a lifestyle of living in tune with the natural rhythms of the seasons. So, we have four seasons on the calendar. There's spring, summer, autumn or fall and winter. And seasonal living is about embracing the changes that come with each season. So these are changes, you know, both externally as well as internally. And I don't know about you, but my mood fluctuates according to the seasons. My reading taste also fluctuates and I also tend to crave different kinds of food. So if you've experienced any of these things, then maybe you're more in tune seasonally than you might think. Now, when you decide to live seasonally, you will also find yourself getting a deeper sense and connection, not just with the external world and more specifically with nature, but you'll also gain a deeper sense of connection with yourselves. And it might also lead to increased mindfulness and well-being, which is something I am all about. But seasonal living also helps us to appreciate each season for what it is. You know, rather than kind of constantly wishing for something different. Oh, I wish it was this or I wish it was that. No, it allows you to appreciate what is. I think another thing that has been really helpful for me personally, as I've embraced a more seasonal lifestyle, is that I acknowledge more that things have a beginning and an end, and that's okay. And I've also acknowledged that things and life tend to be cyclical, so it might not, you know, be your time in this season right now, but maybe things will be different next season or next year during, you know, the same season but at a different time. So it has really allowed me to just live in the moment, be fully present in my experiences, and instead of constantly wishing for something else, it allows me to appreciate each season, not just externally with the weather, but also internally with myself. Okay, so for some common questions that folks normally ask me when I say I practice living a seasonal life or I'm into seasonal living, one common question is, is seasonal living only for people living in the suburbs or the countryside? And the simple answer is no. I mean, you can practice seasonal living no matter where you live, whether it's in a bustling city or if you're living remotely in a rural area, you can practice seasonal living. How about this? I currently live in the state of Florida and it kind of feels like it's summer all the time, yeah? There might be natural dips in the temperature. So during the winter months, you know, we'll have cold fronts. We might have to break out jackets and sweaters, sometimes even hats and mitts. But even without those cold fronts passing, 
coming through and just having you know steady sunshine pretty good weather for most days out of the year you can still practice seasonal living so it's not dependent on where you live or what the weather is like currently you can embrace seasonal living no matter what Okay, another question is, what are the benefits of seasonal living? Well, when I was describing seasonal living before, I kind of shared some of the benefits, but let me just point them out a bit more here. Now, I personally believe that when you live a seasonal life, you begin to appreciate the beauty of each season. You acknowledge that there's a beginning and end to a lot of things. It allows you to stay connected with nature and live more in harmony with your environment. Seasonal living also promotes mindfulness and well-being by encouraging you to be present and enjoy life's experiences as they come. It also really helps you to embrace change and that is something I think is a constant in life. The one thing that is constant is change. You know, things will change and even though as human beings we crave consistency and stability and I am someone who craves routine and it helps me move through life, I have to accept that things don't always go as planned, things might change and and when you embrace seasonal living, it's like you're embracing change every couple of months. So that in itself, I think, could be helpful. Now, another question is, how can I practice seasonal living? What are some practical ways to practice seasonal living? Now, that is the meat of this episode. And I'm going to give you three tips, three ways on how you can live and be present this summer. Okay, tip number one, I highly recommend that you connect with nature. Now, connecting with nature is one of the best ways to practice seasonal living. Spend time outside, whether it's going for a walk in the park, having a picnic by the river, or just simply sitting in your backyard or your garden. You know, go outside, take time to appreciate the beauty around you, observe the changes in nature, and, you know, just revel in the simple pleasures that come with summer. So I just really encourage you to engage with nature and the outdoors. And while you're doing that, slow down, pay attention. Maybe you're seeing certain birds or animals that you don't normally see during a specific time of year. So take note of the different things that you're seeing and hearing around you and just appreciate the beauty that is nature itself. Okay, so tip two for practicing seasonal living this summer is to simplify your life. Now, I have a whole episode on embracing simple living. So that's episode 98. I highly recommend you give this episode a listen. However, just for the purposes of summer and seasonal living, I truly believe that summer is a time for relaxation and slowing down. Now, I highly recommend that you simplify your life by maybe decluttering not just your home, but also your mind. Get rid of those things you no longer need. Create a peaceful space and minimize your distractions. So I want you to take inventory on the things that you easily get distracted by and try and minimize those things. If it's your mobile phone, maybe just leaving it at home one day or spending time in your backyard but not taking your phone with you. So get rid of those things that create distractions but also the things you no longer need and do what you need to do to create a peaceful space. I think this will help you focus on what's important and be more present in your experiences. So kind of going back to nature, right? Connecting with nature. 
again, if you're going to the park, I'm not saying leave your phone because I completely understand, you know, safety is of utmost importance. But instead of walking around with your phone in your hand, you know, leave it in your pocket. Challenge yourself that for this entire walk, I'm not going to break out my phone. Or if you're carrying, you know, a, a, a little pack, you know, rucksack, something, put it in there. So you have it with you in case of emergencies, but challenge yourself not to break it out. So minimize your distractions so you can be more present in your experiences. All right, tip three. I want you to embrace the season. How you can embrace the season, you might ask? One of my favorite things to do is eat seasonal foods, drink refreshing summer beverages, wear bright colors and light fabrics, and you can also indulge in summer activities that you probably aren't able to do in the colder months. So maybe you can go swimming, you know, have a barbecue, go camping, maybe visit the beach, go by the river. So whatever it is that's available for you, allow yourself to fully enjoy and savour the joys of summer. So I highly recommend you embrace the season, eat the food, drink the drinks, switch up your wardrobe, wear bright colours, light fabrics and indulge in those summer activities. So readers, seasonal living is all about living in harmony with the natural world around us. And by practicing seasonal living, we can learn to be more present, appreciate the season we're in, and live more with purpose and intention. So this summer, I'm challenging you to connect with nature, simplify your life and embrace the season. And by doing so, you'll find yourself living in the moment and enjoying everything that summer has to offer. Alrighty readers, that's it. I hope you found this episode helpful, maybe inspiring, hopefully informative and that you'll take the challenge to be more present this summer. Alrighty readers, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.